inside college football. This is the College Football Connection Podcast with Marty Jenkins and Alvin Reed on 101 ESPN. Welcome in, folks. Marty Jenkins here alongside my buddy Alvin Reed, College Football Connection. It is good to be back with you guys. Had to take last week off. My kids were under the weather. They are great now. I'm excited to be back in here with my man, Alvin, to talk some college football. We got a big weekend ahead. Alvin, how you doing, buddy? I'm fine, man. I'm fine. Glad your kids are okay. Been through that. Done that. They grow up. I've said it before. Not a worse feeling, man, than seeing them sick. Yeah, I know. It is. But everything's good now, though. Yep. All right, so what do we have? Is this week 10 already? Yes, it is. Oh, oh my goodness. Feels like you and I just met, you know, a few weeks ago to start the season. Yeah, exactly. And the the weather has cooperated, so we can't say like, oh, man, it got cold. Mm -hmm. Now it's cold. See, you know, like now it's been pretty pleasant. All right, so you and I just chomping at the bit. We're just going to get right into this game because we were talking about it before, you know, we got on air. We got a lot of close contests this weekend, but but we're going to start with a – with a bold prediction from you, Alvin, I'm just going to let you take it away, man. Buckeyes favored by 15 and a half at Lincoln against Nebraska. Who you like? I like Ohio State. Ohio State does not cover. Ohio State might get beat this weekend. <laughs> that Scott, would be look, something. That'd be a story. Scott Frost's ass is on the line. This is it. This could literally, this literally be the be weekend. Good. I mean, Ohio State blow them out. They might just decide, like, mm-hmm. this is more of the same. What you know, if bang, if you keep doing the same thing, expecting a different uh, outcome, that's insanity. That's insanity. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's where fan base is right now. No matter what we thought about um, uh, Solich, or no matter what we thought of uh, Bob Pelini. Pelini. Oh Lord, right. You know, I'm not saying that they didn't earn the right to be, you know, dismissed from their jobs. But what I am saying is, this was supposed to be. You know, a lot better than it's been. A lot better than it's been. And at least those two coaches can tell you we competed in the Big Ten. The problem with the fans was we weren't winning the Big Ten. Yeah, they're all, now they're not even. Competing. Now they're not even close. So this is this is it. I think it's put up, shut up weekend. And I think they put up. I think they give them. I think they give them a, a battle. And you think they win or could win? I think they could win. All I mean, right. not only when I say cover, I think. Come fourth quarter, Ohio State will be in a football game. We'll be right. in a real tussle. So you like Nebraska to cover the 15 and a half. Yes, I do. Do you have a feel on the over-under, which started at 63 and a half? Now it's at 66 and a half. It's jumped three points up. So people are expecting some points. I, I that seemed high to me from the get-go. Uh-huh. So I think I'm gonna have to stay with the under on that. Okay. One. All right. Well, I'm actually gonna roll with you on the under. But I am going to take the Buckeyes, and I know the Scott Frost watch is on, but I just don't see this happening. I see them finishing out the campaign 3-9. and nine. I think they lose this weekend. I think they lose at Madison next weekend or after the bye week, and I think they lose at home to Iowa, and I think Scott Frost is gone. Um, you know, last weekend Martinez, you know, they threw – he threw four picks in a loss against Purdue – uh, I don't see him scoring many points on the Ohio State defense, and Ohio State can score a lot of points. Um, so I'm going to take the Buckeyes to cover, and I'm going to take under 66.5, and, and I think the under 66.5 is a pretty safe play. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. It's an 11 a.m. game, so yes. we'll see if uh, you know if the crazy things happen. It'll set the tone for uh, a crazy Saturday. Um, all right, so let's kick it local here, Alvin. Um, <clears throat> Mizzou, <laughs> 39 points they're getting, 
And no Connor Bazelak. I'm sure you saw that news, but that hasn't affected the point spread. Their starting quarterback being out. It has stayed at 39. Um, they go to Athens, you know, between the hedges, over under 60. It's going to be, you know, rotating, you know, Tyler Macon, Brady Cook, you know, redshirt freshman, true freshman. I'm sorry, Alvin. I just I think this is blowout city. I don't I don't care. If, you know, if you had a Bazelak there, I think they can maybe cover 40 points. But I don't think either of these two quarterbacks, you know, Georgia's defense, they've only allowed five touchdowns this season. I don't see Mizzou scoring more than one touchdown. And Mizzou's defense, you know, dead last in the nation and stopping the run. So I'm going to go Georgia to cover 39 points, and I'm going to take the under. All right. I think Missouri somehow manages to score 20 points. Okay, you think they score 20? Yeah. All right. So that means you got to ring up 59 on them, Georgia. I don't see you doing that. Uh -huh. um, unfortunately, one of the reasons that I, I, I see Missouri uh, actually, you know, maybe, you know, two touchdowns and two field goals, uh -huh. uh, Georgia's got a starting linebacker that's uh, mm -hmm. ran, ran uh, allegedly ran foul of the law. And, and, Not good. And he won't play. Distraction? Yeah. And I hate to use that term distraction when it comes to, like, you know, rape. It's a serious thing. But do you right. think it's going to happen? So it happened so fast that yeah. now they're dealing with it right now. Right. Now, you're thinking about Missouri, and you're thinking about all these things that are going on in football right now. You know, like between Henry Ruggs and Aaron Rodgers and, and now this. There's kind of this atmosphere right now of negative stigma. Negative happen. stigma. Yeah. You know, and here you are, the best team in the nation, and you're going to run out on that field and the however many millions of people that are watching you across the nation, they're thinking like, dang, you know, y'all dealing with something serious. Yeah, like, rape you know, what's going on down there? The child number one, y'all just, you know, like, and it ain't, I'm not saying anybody's guilty of anything. I'm just saying there'll be a, there'll be something that in benefits the, Mizzou. I, that benefits Mizzou. Yes. And I don't think Georgia right now has their heart on putting 70 on nobody, running up the score or nothing. You know, I think they just, I think they're kind of just like go through the motions, get the win. Let's, let's beat them. We'll beat them by four touchdowns, yeah. five, five touchdowns. Take the foot off the gas and get on up out of here. It's a good right. point. So I'm going to, I say Missouri covers in some kind of crazy way. Um, I guess I have to take the, I guess I have to take the under only because, you know, even if they, if it's a, if it's a 39 point spread, it's a lot of points. That's a lot of, you know, that's a lot of points. That still isn't, you know, we, you know, yeah, 59 30, it's over. <sighs> that's a good point you raised. I mean, it does benefit Mizzou. I think the, the, the distractions and the off the field issues, yeah. and, you know, he, he ain't going to be playing the rest of no. this year. So what? 50 to 20, that's 70. I'm going to change my mind, Marty. I'm going to go with the over. See, my thing is that Missouri somehow manages to score points. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to stick – I'll go with the over with you. But I do think Missouri covers. And, you know, you talk about that situation, the horrible situation, and that's – he's a damn good player. He's their best defensive player, yeah. arguably. Right. And then you look ahead. They will beat Mizzou. you got to go to Tennessee. Then you play Charleston Southern and Georgia Tech. So their schedule going out is relatively easy. Mm. Um, but then, you know, you get to the SEC title game where you're probably going to play Alabama. And I don't – I just – I don't know. I don't know how you can put the kid on the field if – I don't think you can. Right. But – and we'll talk about these rankings later, but <laughs> George is probably going to run the table, finish 12-0, and 0, and then they'll play Alabama in the SEC title game. And let's say they lose that game. They're still in the Final Four. They, they are still in the Final Four. And if I didn't believe it before Tuesday, I believe it now. 
Yeah, we'll talk about yeah, the teams. Yeah, we will talk screwed. about that, yeah. Because <laughs> that's just absurdity. <laughs> All right, let's stay local. Okay. The Illini, this is a tough game to call. There's been no line movement on this at all. It's, you know, plus uh, – ooh, I forgot to check. I had that written down. You got the over-under on that game? Uh, oh, I, I'd have to find the – No, I got it right here, all right. 44. All right, so the Illini plus 14.5 at the Gophers, uh, 44. It's the over-under. Uh, the Gophers been dealing with tons of injuries to their running back core. I mean, next in line to take the ball is either you or I. They're like on their fifth-string running back. Um, but their offensive line is absolutely tremendous. And when the Illini give up over 200 yards rushing, they're like 0-3, 0-4 this year. Um, but you take a look at what happened in Happy Valley. The Illini defense has been pretty solid lately. I do like the Illini to cover – the 14 and a half in this game, um, despite Illinois being three and six and Minnesota being five and two, those running back injuries, those are big. And I think the Illini can hang around this game. I'm going to take them with the 14 and a half. I think they can force a turnover or two, which Minnesota had three turnovers last week. And I'm also going to take the under. So Alvin, give me the Illini plus 14 and a half, and I'm going to go under 44. I'm taking both on that one too, You're Marty. With me on both? I'm with you okay. on both because even, all right, you beat Penn State, then you come home. Yep. And Rutgers is not a rollover anymore, and that was a good football game. Well, only lost by six. Yeah, that was a, that was a good football game, and mm-hmm. Illinois had plenty of chances. Yep. So I all I'm gonna yeah we're going under, and I I honestly think that 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 Illinois they can come in under that fourteen and a half. I think Illinois covers. This is actually a big game, you know, for for Bielema because you know if they lose this one, they're they're three and seven. They're not winning in Iowa City. They're three and eight, and you know they'll probably be Northwestern at home. Then you finish the season four and eight. Um, can't remember off the top of my head what their over under wi- was on wins at the beginning of the year, but it had to be somewhat close to four. Or five. I think it was. I don't think it was that high. Martin. You think they it hit may the have over been already? Four. Yeah, I think they might be that. Th- it might be four, but um, but I think they it may have just been three, Marnie. Hmm. Now you take it right. All right. All I can say about Illinois is this. All right, so they lose those games, but they beat Northwestern, yeah. and they get to four wins. Uh-huh. San Antonio, winnable game. Could have won. could have finished 500. You could have. Could, right. You hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then Rutgers, winnable game. You were you were there. Now, the, the times you stubbed your toe, you know, or you played Purdue, a decent football game, you know, like, but they could have won. Yeah. They could have won six games. Yeah. And, you know, it kind of reminds me a lot of Nebraska. They've, they've lost five or six games this year by one possession, one right. touchdown. Oh, exactly. Now, you know, in Nebraska, you tack on another couple wins to Nebraska, that's another feather in Illinois' cap yep. beating them, which you really don't have because it, how bizarre is it by winning four games in the conference, Illinois might win more games in Nebraska. <laughs> like, yeah, now there that is. Yeah, that's the last thing Scott Frost needs. But let's say he finishes four. Yeah, right. Let's say he finishes four and eight, though. That you know, that's not great. Oh but no, it's, it's not great. But but he can he can seize upon. I won one game, you know, where my quarterback got hurt yep. in the first half of the first game. Now we and we won. Mm-hmm. Then he didn't play against San Antonio, and we lost. Yep. So what if we had had our quarterback, whatever, but they could have won six games. And he could say we won four, two were right there. Yeah, and and he's got good recruits coming in. You know, it's a, it's his first year. I think you go into next season and you, and you aim to be a 500 team, and he's kind of on schedule. Uh, maybe they'll surprise next year and go seven and five. But I think what's more concerning, Alvin, if you keep it local, we'll touch on this real quick, is, you know, there's a good chance that, Missouri finishes, you know, they're four and four right now. 
there's a good chance that you know they lose to Georgia four and five. They beat South five and five, five and seven. And they, they were supposed to be a lot better than five well, and they'll, seven. They'll beat South Carolina. Yep, that's it though. I think. And obviously they'll lose to Georgia. And I think they'll lose at Fayetteville. Oh yeah, I do too. Unless Arkansas doesn't show up, they'll be five and seven, and they were supposed to be you know seven five eight and four. Do they play Florida at home or down there? They play them in Columbia, which is winnable. Florida, it's winnable. Yeah, I, that may be like a field goal spread either way. Yeah, I was gonna say I can't put a W by Missouri on that one, but they they could win that game. But you know they they underachieved, and that'll set up a big year for Drinkwitz next year, I think. Yeah, and you got to get Luther Burden going down there. But now you know this this whole thing where I'm gonna step on the field and I'm like you know. Touchdown, Luther. T- t- yeah, like, it ain't high <laughs> like school no Right. Right. You know, <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. But he will be an impact player. You just don't see it in year Who's one. Who's going to get the ball to him? That's a big question. That's the question I had. That's all I said. Like, hey, I, I don't have a problem with the decision at all. Who's going to throw him the ball? Right. And what kind of offense are you going to run where, like, man, we got to get the ball in this kid's hand? Yeah. No, I agree. It's good to see him go there, though, and he's trying to push other locals yeah. to come there. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Um, here is a head-scratcher, and you always look at these games. You know, Michigan State coming off mm-hmm. the emotional win, one of the best teams in the country, you know, in in the playoff hunt. They go to West Lafayette, and you and I have talked about it. That's a tough place to play, and they're only favored by a field goal. I, I That whole three-and-a-half thing. Who are you rolling I, with? I'm All right. When it, I was already thinking after that game last week, I I looked. I said like, where's Michigan State go? All right, yep. Or do they play at home? And this All is right. like the last place you want to go. I looked at that and I said like, trouble, yep. trouble, trouble. Mm-hmm. And the thing with Michigan State is, I don't care if they want or not, they gave up a crap load of yards. <clears throat> yep. If Michigan had decided to play a, a lick of defense in the second half, they would have won that game. Should have won. They right. should have won. They that should game. have won. Their problem was not their offense. They scored plenty of points. Yep. Because Michigan State gave up plenty of points. Yeah. And once again, Harbaugh. <laughs> you gotta well, you gotta close games, okay? Especially that. <laughs> you gotta and win that. And here's game, the man. one thing. When they were up, whatever. I'm sorry. I'm not Bill Belichick, okay? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not double fisted in the air great big smile on my face like we got this boys all i'd be thinking was even i could screw this up you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying i look mm-hmm. at myself and say like, this game ain't won how, how would we lose this game well we'd have to give up three touchdowns in a row pretty much and that's what they did and to me i'm thinking like that's the one thing the second we scored that touchdown i would be they would say like coach reed lost his mind he's irate he's hollering at us when they get three yards on a carry. Yeah. What's going on? He said, like, because I could see us losing this game. And it's just like he was oblivious to the to the fact that he – it was like he thought that game was over. He really needed that win. Oh, he needed that win desperately. He gets that win. Even if he loses to Ohio State, they said, like, okay, we turned a corner this year. And that corner has not been turned. Because, you know, Ohio State, they got to go to the horseshoe, you know, get beat. I, I, there's still a window for Michigan to get in the final four. There's a window for Michigan to get into the final four, but they have to win all the rest of their games. Are they going to win all the rest of their games? No, I think they get. Uh, they they do get the the Buckeyes in. Um, Is in it Ann Arbor? Oh, I thought it was in Ohio State. No. Oh, okay. That will help. But they have to go two weeks before that to Penn State. Yeah. It's going to be tough to win out. 
But if they do win if out, they, if they win they're out, in. Right. Oh, if they win out, it's hard to keep them out. Yeah. Because your only loss is to Sparty, and, and you just won in Columbus or against you, Ohio beat, State. Right. And then you would play them. Are they on the same division? I'm sorry. They would not play in the. Uh, no, no, but they would get Michigan would get to to Indianapolis. That, oh, yeah. And so then, I mean, Indianapolis, they would have to who beat who then? Well, Michigan would have the, the one up on Ohio State and head to head. Okay, Michigan State would still get to Indianapolis. That's, yeah. That's, <laughs> and they'd, yeah. And they'd play Minnesota. <laughs> so that Michigan would just have to sit back and they did it to themselves and they would have to, to watch, but right. they'd still be in a solid spot, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you would have to have That'd Minnesota. be interesting. Yeah, that'd, that'd be interesting. interesting. I mean, we, basically, you got to win last week, and Harbaugh can't get those dubs. Right. Oh, if you, if you win last week. Okay. All of a sudden, you are in a driver's seat. You're in the driver's time. seat. but Because you, you could lose to Ohio State and still. You could lose to Ohio State and still get in. Exactly. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Yeah, he just can't get those wins. Um, all right. Back to the game, though. Um, Purdue, you know, I talked about it a few weeks ago. They always play teams tough, you know. Um, they go to Iowa City, and they not they just they lay the hammer down on Iowa. Yeah. They just embarrass them. They forced four, four interceptions last week. Kenneth Walker and his Heisman campaign, he's going to get his yards against Purdue, but this is going to be a tough atmosphere, too. I'm looking at the over-under. It's 53. I think it could be a sloppy affair. I see some rain in the forecast. I'm going to go the under, and I tell you what, I'm going to take Purdue. Who do you like? And do you have a feel on the over-under at 53? I got an under on that one. All right, so we're okay. rolling together. Under. I'm going to go with Sparty. I'm okay. going to go with Michigan State. But that just was just like, boy, that's a red flag game. <laughs> yeah. That's that's – literally, Marty, I'm kind of thinking of my – you know, my, my first initial thought was like, when I, it isn't about like really like ass kick, like three touchdowns or something like that. Yeah. But Michigan State is either going to win or they're going to lose. Michigan State is not going to be like driving down the field trying to kick a field goal. It's going to be decisive. Or it's going to be decisive <laughs> yeah. one way. Yeah. Because I, I really do think that. And look, it's pro. It's, I mean, it's college. It's not pro. That game was emotional last week in East Science. I watched every second of that. Right. That was an exciting game. Right. And, you know, for me living up there, you know, uh, in Lansing. And, and you and hit the nail on the head. You a, said it's a rainy, it's an overcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the type of games game, they play. Right. And so. You know that it's very intense. It's very intense. It's mm -hmm. a state championship of, of Michigan. Yeah. You know, never mind the national ramifications of Big Ten. It's just this is between us. Do you think it's closer to Michigan Ohio State than people would let on that game? It. All right, I'll give you the exact same example. Or it's just completely different. All right, they're different, but they're the same. And I'll give you an example. Yeah. KUK State drew as much, you know, vitriol. And hatred with some people, as KU versus Missouri did. Yeah, it just it was there were just people in Kansas that like I hate Missouri. I want to beat them, but I hate Kansas State more, yeah. or I hate KU more. And that yeah. that's the game that I want to win. So it's right up there with Michigan Ohio State. Yeah, that's what I mean. Hey, good segue by the way. Mm -hmm. I did not look into this game, but I want to ask you about it because your over-under on wins is in play. Are you taking the Jayhawks with 24 points this weekend at home against the Wildcats? I am taking – I'm taking that 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 24. I think they – I think they show up. I think they play them tough. I, 
maybe a couple score uh, score late and get back with it. I I think they'll cover the twenty four. I don't think they'll win. How do you feel about your bet though? Do you do you see another win on their schedule? No, this, this year? has to be it. Unless West Virginia just doesn't care. But we play West Virginia at home, so yeah, that'll be interesting. It's either this one or West Virginia, obviously. Yeah. All right, so another okay. red flag game. By, by the way, not to interrupt you because we were here last week. Yeah, yeah. But I told you about Oklahoma playing KU two oh, yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> I that, forgot uh, that wasn't about nothing that. about other than what I tell you. I said, like, that kid has never played in a game like this. 11 o'clock, don't nobody care. You know, there were Oklahoma fans there, you know, but they're but all together about 35,000 or whatever. And they were lucky to win they that game. They were lucky to win that game because they really they woke up on offense. I mean, good God, they put up more 350 yards in the second half, scored all kinds of points, but they didn't play at all in the first half. And I just said, like, that they they just weren't in it. I'm watching that game, and, mm. and 90% of the way, three-quarters of the way through, mm. I'm thinking, you know, Oklahoma's going to lose this game. Well, and then you got to – I guess it was the right call on the take the ball away from the guy – thing and all that but i've it's never just, seen that i've never seen it either right i don't know heads up right well heads up but the guy's forward progress will stop you driving a guy backwards how is he it's still in no, come on right never seen that right. so anyway yeah <clears throat> k covers the 24 against K-State. were you at that game no no i was just laying on my bed oh, like gotcha. looking at the game <laughs> right <clears throat> thinking i was gonna i i didn't know it says like i was gonna go watch some games uh with some other folks and one of my good friends named Darren went to Illinois. He's sitting there looking at the Penn State game. I was sitting there looking at the KU game. Oh, it was the same weekend. Same week, same time, <laughs> right. It's like, man, can you believe this? <laughs> right. <laughs> so they, they pulled it off. Yeah. And I and yeah. I was unaware of the Illinois-Penn State. I completely forgot about the overtime rule change. Man, that was weird. I knew that. I did know. I, I know that. But two, two, you get two attempts, and then you have to go for I'm wondering if, how much of that rule change had to do with Vegas because, you know, you had teams in the over-under, and that comes into play. And, and mm. I'm thinking to myself, you know, the people who had the over are not happy about this two points every time you score thing and vice versa. Right. Now, All right. now you're supposed to score two points. You ain't supposed to get stopped like four times right. in a row. <laughs> yeah, that was tough to watch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, red flag game. You mentioned it. I feel like this is a red flag game every year because of the style and the rivalry. But Navy goes to South Bend, mm-hmm. and they get 21 points. Um, Kyle Hamilton out again for the Irish. You know, top five pick in the upcoming draft. And it showed last week. North Carolina put up a lot of points. Um, Irish defense was exposed by North Carolina. And Navy offense is not that good. But when they go into South Men, they always give them a game. It's a tough offense to go against. That's what I was going to say. And I like Navy to cover this game, and I think the over is going to hit two. I think both of these teams score over 47.5, and, and give me Navy plus 21. I Give give me Navy plus 21. I also take the over. Notre Dame plays a team like this once a year. Mm-hmm. Now, it helped that Notre Dame had a bye week. They didn't have to go right into this after playing somebody else. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. that I think that will help them. But that being said, Navy will befuddle you. Navy has befuddled a lot of the teams they've lost to this year. And so I just – I think they, they cover the 21. Mm-hmm. They can run the football. What can they tell you? They can run the football. You know, Toledo and all these teams that hung in with Notre Dame, yep. they didn't put up a lot of points, but they were able to, like, get first downs. Yep. They were able to just stay on the field. Mm-hmm. And, and keep Notre Dame's offense off of the field, and I think that's what Navy will do. Yeah, and it's an, always a special atmosphere there. They always play Notre Dame tough in South Bend. Mm, right. Um, so I think that's a safe play. And it's mutual respect. There's a lot of yep. the midshipmen go to the game. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's mutual respect. It's an all-around healthy, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. rivalry. Yeah. 
and it's good for the game. Very much so. Uh, let's see here. Two more. The Pokes. And they are sitting there. Seven and one. Uh, they go. They're three and a half point favorites at West Virginia. A West Virginia team who's playing good as of late. Um, Oklahoma State's, you know, their defense is the real deal. Uh, West Virginia's defense solid as well. West Virginia coming off a nice win uh, against the Cyclones. They scored a lot of points in that one. Uh, this is a really tough game to call. Um, but I think it is in Morgantown, but I am going to take um, Oklahoma State to cover the three and a half. And I think uh, one of my safest plays of the weekend is going to be over 49 and a half here because I think we're going to see a lot of points in this game. And that's why I think I think West Virginia comes away with it. All right? uh-huh. So I think West Virginia covers, if not outright. And I definitely think it's going to be more than 49 points. I was funny. We, you know, we didn't talk about this beforehand, but I saw that too. I was like, 49 points. I was like, this game could be halftime. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, wait. I was kind of thinking, like, wait a minute. The final score of this game could be 35 31. Yeah. It, right. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so that's a safe play, I think, over 49 points uh, in that game. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm with you. That's one of the best on the board. Yeah. I agree. Um, and let's transition Sarkeesian. They're not looking good. They're getting six and a half points. They're going to Iowa State. Over under is 60 there. Texas, three straight losses. I still think the offense, you know, the offense is good. They can score a lot of points. Um, I think it's going to be over 59 and a half in this game. And I actually have written down here my lock of the week is going to be over 59 and a half points in this game. I think we could see 80 points in this game. And I am going to take Texas with six and a half at Iowa State. All right. I'm gonna, I, I, I would deflect that. I think. That might be a little too many points. Yeah. I think your better bet was the one before, like, say, we were talking about the 49. But um, I think Texas covers, too. Yeah. That's a good offense, you know, to give them six and a half points. Right. Now, I will say this, and I did not look at the weather, but, man, I've been there in November. And dude, Ames? Yeah. I, and literally, man. You, you, it's it, depressing. You, you get on the other side of the wind, man. It's like those punts that go, like, eight yards. <laughs> Just weird stuff, you know. Yep. It's really cold and the wind is swirling. I don't know. It might be sixty-five degrees this Saturday, you know. But because I didn't look, but that be that's the only thing I worry about the Texas on the covering. Right. But if it's just a wind-blown, you know, day and it's cold, and I think Iowa State's a little bit more ready to deal with that than Texas would be. We're looking at sixty-six and sunny. Well, there we go. Then not Texas covers. Yeah, I like them with six and a half as well. Yeah. Because um, Texas could beat Iowa State in a game of football. I know they've had a lot of disappointing games, but they do put points up. Their problem is they can't stop the other team. Yeah. Well, you want to talk mm. about their mm. season just flashing right before them when they were up so many points against Oklahoma. Yeah. And then they just completely went south. They lost that game, and then the whole season they've lost, you know, four in a row since then. Yes. When that could have went the total opposite direction, you win that game, you're talking about potential playoff berth. Oh, no, that you win that game, you're damn near in the top ten. Yeah. Right. Maybe top five. Right. And you're not ranked? Yeah. But that's what, you know, they, they lost other games. Yeah. You know, so. Lots of other games. Right. And people are starting to come down on him pretty hard. Well, already. a lot of people said he shouldn't hire him in the first place. And that's not because of, you know, his 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 past or anything like that. They were just saying, like, are we sure that this is the guy? Mm-hmm. To turn a, to, us, bring to, us back to national prominence. Right. He said, like, I don't know. It's just one of those, like, yeah, you could talk about the job all you want to. I hope he watched film. I hope he saw that Texas is not as good as some of these other teams. This is not why they're losing because the coach sucks. Right, right. (laughs) All right. You and I have been chomping at the bit to talk about this, the playoff rankings, and I jumped on Twitter immediately. And, Mm -hmm. you know, 
everybody is just you know this it's just absurd it's absurd i i immediately text my boy at espn i i said like man i'm sorry i said like but this is total and complete bs you know and i put dollar signs after it i, I just said oregon over cincinnati are you serious well let's start at number one i'm okay with georgia being I'm one o- i'm okay with georgia being number one i mean i even have some some questions about alabama being second but see now so that's why like okay we got to have Alabama. We got to have two play four. <laughs> yeah. So we could set it up. If Alabama were to lose, blah, this, blah, that. The whole thing is just basically that regardless of who loses, they still get the teams in there. Completely that, subjective. Completely subjective. And I'm I'm still, I'm okay. I'm not, you know, losing sleep over there. They, you lose to A&M at College Station and they're number 14. So fine. Mm. Alabama's second, fine. Mm. I'm okay with that when yeah. it's all said and done. Michigan State sitting at three, I'm even okay with that. But Oregon should not be anywhere near the top four. Oregon should not be anywhere near the top four. The only thing I could say with Michigan State is maybe there were enough people in that room that said, like, I really doubt if Michigan State is going to win out here. Oregon lost to a 500 team in Stanford. That's what I'm saying. I struggle with other teams. Yeah, they beat Ohio State. And then everybody then says, like, oh, well, that's not that Ohio State thing. We're seeing it now. You know, like, well, it's either or. Every year we talk about mm-hmm. Boise State's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the teams that are the mid-majors that are undefeated. Well, they didn't beat anybody in their non-conference yeah. schedule. Right. Well, Cincinnati, they won in Bloomington, and Indiana was a top 15 team at that time. I know. You go to South Bend, and you beat Notre Dame and decisively. You, and you beat them. Yeah, twenty four thirteen. Right. And, oh, and, you, and we gave we gave them seven points. Yeah. On on a turnover in the second half, gave them seven points. So we beat them down. I it just declare that we are not going to have we're never going to have one of those teams in which, the in, in the playoff, which is absurd. And you we, take a look we, at all these years, and this is the year that a team, a mid major team, should be in the top four. Yeah. Right. Oh, by the way, other than the game you lost last year, Georgia, who is now the, you know, number one team in the nation, outside of the one game that you lost, who played you the toughest? Cincinnati in a bowl game? Yeah. Damn near beat us. Yeah. We were lucky to beat them. And both of us were not playing where and when we wanted to play. Mm-hmm. Both of those teams wanted to be in the playoffs. So you say, like, well, it was a bigger letdown than Georgia than it was Cincinnati. So, like, no, it wasn't. Cincinnati just competed with them. It, it's just it was just kind of sad, but I'll tell you what it it created enough of a firestorm that we're we're, we're going to go to eighteen. Yeah, we have to after this because this is ridiculous. Yeah, you know, the NCAA, they're, it's they're it, a joke. They're, it's a total joke. And that guy who's in, <clears throat> in charge of the CFP playoff, I forgot his name, but they interviewed after him afterwards. Mm-hmm. And if that guy was walking up to me in a car dealership, I would just turn around and walk out. I said, this guy is just... <laughs> that fake smile, and he was just talking to him. Well, the committee thought... He like, just shut up. Yeah. Just say, like, hey, we'll do anything we can to keep Cincinnati's them out, because we make less money if a Cincinnati is in. So there's, oh, the last thing we need is the Cincinnati actually win the national championship. Then we're really screwed. Then we're screwed, right? <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, it shouldn't even come to this, but it is. There is a window for them still to get in. Which... No, and and the, there might be – if somebody on the committee said, like, okay, Alvin, there's a lot of us that don't think that Michigan State 
is going to make it through. Okay? Yeah. What if Ohio State were to really lay an egg and lose? Mm -hmm. All right? Either Michigan or, like we said, you know, you know, it's Nebraska. I'm already saying, like, I've got my right. own at Nebraska right. game. All right. So let's say they lose one of those two. And Cincinnati is undefeated. Now, I think what will happen is it'll be the ultimate slap in the face. They'll say even with all that, there'll yeah. be four teams without Cincinnati. And you, and I think Oregon may lose again. Oregon might lose a Pac-12 championship game to whoever the hell they play. Well, that's going to be um, probably Arizona State, Utah, Utah. All right, because <laughs> Utah did beat Arizona State. All right, Who, who's you know they're four and one in the conference, but they're still a five hundred team almost overall. Yeah, I know. It just drives me insane. I mean, we shouldn't even have to be here talking about a window for Cincinnati to get in. And right. that window, <clears throat> I think the peak of that window is number four, which makes things even worse. Right. We're talking about a window for them just to get to number four. Just to get to four. Because Georgia and Alabama, I can sit, we'll sit here right now and say it today, they're in. Yes, unless, unless Auburn beat Alabama. Michigan State, I, I mean, I'm even confident this is a big weekend for them, but Michigan, I'm even confident right now saying Michigan State or Ohio State is in. And that's three of the four teams. That One of those two teams is probably going to be in. Yeah. And that leaves one slot. Well, but you would have to win the you have to win the Big Ten championship game because it's going to be against Minnesota, though. Well, if they were to play, yeah, you're right. Good point. I forgot about that. So, long story short, I'm thinking three of the four teams as we sit here right Could, now on November fifth right, right. are, are in. Look, if Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State are three of the four teams, people aren't going to care, Marty. People are just tired of it. Yeah, it's just you're powerless. It, yeah, and yeah, you it, can't it, do anything about right, it. Right, said, why am I going to watch this on New Year's Day or on New Year's Eve? I, Alabama and Georgia and Ohio State. This is Ohio State got the same dog got same. the dog walked on them by Oregon at home at home. <laughs> that was a blowout. It was just a joke. Oh, I'm just, I mean, myself and I'm just going to be so pissed if Cincinnati doesn't get in. It's just not right. It's not. And and the people that are sitting there making the decisions, you know, they're a joke. No, that that whole thing is just ridiculous. Got, I, if there, if ever there was a like, I said like, and we haven't even like, talked about Oklahoma yet. Right. Like, <laughs> the Oklahoma's number eight. Right. Number eight. And they're nine and zero. Oh. And they, they haven't lost a game. And then there's no way for them because who have, who would they play in a Big Twelve championship game? And they probably would have, because they're going to play, I think they got Baylor. Yeah, they're... Right. No, they're, no, I'll tell you what. They can it, still get out some good wins against Baylor and Oklahoma State, that's, but I don't know if that's enough to get them in the Final Four. That's, I was just going to say that, Marty. I was going to say that, all right, you beat Baylor, and then you go to Oklahoma State and Bedlam, and you beat them, okay, and you beat them. Does that raise your stake high enough to pass all these teams? Because I, I guarantee you, I don't care how many teams lose, they would not leap. They would leapfrog Oklahoma over Cincinnati if they had to. And I'd be okay with that if they were both undefeated. If they were both undefeated. But that still doesn't mean Cincinnati didn't get screwed. No, that's what I mean. But the thing is, is that look at the teams that are in there with a loss. Yeah, Oregon and yeah. Ohio State. And Alabama. Yeah, that's a, the, the bias. I, I'm yeah, just, so like just, just be, being undefeated means nothing. We want... These five or six teams in the college football playoff. 
And if you are not one of these five or six teams, just just forget it. Be a perfect year this year to go to eight. You got an undefeated. It's the Cinderella of the party. You got an undefeated eight seed coming in there, undefeated in Wake Forest. Wake Forest. <laughs> but Marty, worst case, I tell you what, and this is why I want to go to eight. And you say like, all right, the first round is on the campus of the higher seeded awesome. team. All and right, then you go to neutrals. Right, then you go to neutrals in the final four. Right. Let's go ask. Let, let, let's go ask Wake Forest's kids as their coaches right now. Hey, would y'all like to play Alabama in the first round? in Tuscaloosa, they say, hell yes. Say, so, like, we'd carry our equipment down there to play that game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's what you, you dream of. It's what you dream of. So, like, no, this is like the NCAA tournament. This is like, wait a minute. We're not here because we were gifted this shot at number one. Uh-huh. And this year, I said Tuscaloosa, it would be Georgia because they're number one. We yeah. said, we're not here as a gift. We're here because we're a good team. And all we would ask in a playoff format was to play the number one team on the road. Yeah. In December. Yeah. Come on. Let's play. Let's play 60 minutes of football. See what happens. And see what happens. And we're undefeated. And you may get beat 62 to nothing, but you're walking your wet out there with your head high. You're walking out with your head high. Because how many times has Notre Dame got blown out? Every time. And maybe not 62 nothing, but, you know, somebody. The first year they played Alabama was close to that. Yeah. Last year, all right, Notre Dame got beat, but who? Clemson, right? They were then, in that game at half. Yeah, but then the other, whoever else was in, got waxed. That game wasn't close. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma, they scored some points later, but they were against they Alabama. Got, they got beat down. They got beat. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing's a joke. Yep. We'll be. We'll see what happens in a few weeks, but I, I, I'm confident in saying right now, either Cincinnati or Oklahoma is going to get screwed. I think so. I think somebody's coming into the coming into the uh, New Year's five or whatever they, whatever they call that. And then yeah, and they're then coming the, in undefeated. The calls will be deafening from yeah. the outside right. people. Like so you've got to make a change. Yeah, right. Let me get this right. This team is undefeated, and they don't get a chance to play for the national championship. That that's when you have. And to you make said a like, change. wait, and oh well, it's because they're straight the schedule. And I said like, well, last time I looked, Notre Dame was one of the most powerful football programs in America over the last hundred years. Yeah. And that team went in there and beat them. Just a joke. Right. And that team went in there to Indiana and beat it. And if Cincinnati was in the Big Ten Conference, yep. they'd be a threat to win the Big Ten title. Yep. Now, could anybody, can, could, could, would anybody say that that's not a truthful statement? That if they were in the Big Ten, they could win their division. Right. And you could put them in the division with Ohio State, and it could probably come down to Cincinnati, Ohio State, winner of that game would represent that division uh-huh and if you put like if you put cincinnati into the other division where minnesota's about to bust out think about it yeah that puts them in the big 10 championship game and i don't care who they were playing if cincinnati were undefeated in the big 10 championship game they'd have a great chance of beating who ohio state michigan michigan state i, mean, I don't care who it is they don't care who it is they can win that game the whole thing's a joke. They shouldn't mm. have the power that they do. Right. You mentioned him going on talking to the national audience about. Mm. Well, the committee thought it's it's a joke. It's a joke. And I hope and somebody's going to get screwed this year. And I hope it brings us to eight teams. I, I, it, you got to go to eight. All right, we got to get running. All right, hey, man. Hey, wait, real quick. Tuesday, the greatest sport on earth starts. 
Oh, yeah. And your Jayhawks oh, are on the floor. On the floor. The State Farm Champions Classic against uh, an unranked Sparty. Can't uh, remember the last time a uh, preseason poll had them unranked. Unranked. Madison Square Garden. But Kansas is number three. A lot of All people right. think that they could hang the banner this year again. Good. Yeah, we got a kid not playing because he got DWI. I saw that. What's yeah. he out, three or four games? Uh, three or four games, yeah. Four games. So, What do you think of the squad, though? Got to come together, man. A lot of – just a lot of transfers and really good basketball players. And, and you got to figure out what the – you got to figure out what the um, you know the routine is, and, yep. and somebody's gonna somebody's not gonna be getting as many minutes as they probably hope to. Mm-hmm. But you know, but now at least, man, somebody sprains their ankle or or, or breaks a finger. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't have a lot of depth in the past, so now there's somebody right there ready to step in. And if somebody's you know playing bad basketball one night, somebody get their chance. So yep. I, I like the team. But they gotta, they gotta gel. They gotta come together. I like the team too. Um, the teams ahead of them, number one Gonzaga. You know they lost a lot, but they also returned a lot. Their number one ranking they, is warranted. Right, and you know that you know they got best best well player coming back returning. How about this, by the way? And I saw that Mark Few uh, DUI video. He he gets slapped on the wrist, and Kofi Cockburn, yeah. you know, sells some things. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> and if, and if, if, if he if he sold the same stuff a month after he did. He wouldn't been in violation of any rule. And then my man, Sloppy Drunk, got one game. NCAA, man. Gotta love them. Gotta love it. Yeah, just, oh, and Oklahoma State, they can't play in the tournament That's this year. That's a joke. For, for, some, for, for less crap than some of these teams. Like, right. An emotional press conference. Yeah. You know, Boynton and company, they're, they're hey. sad. How is, the, how is LSU, LSU being allowed to play basketball this season? Will Wade, with everything they've done. That's an absolute joke. I FIFA and the NCAA, are man. the two biggest, like, con jobs in the world. It's, it's just, just it's, it's, it's sad. frustrating, it's man. Fr- it's sad. All right, man. All right, buddy. Good seeing you, man. I'll touch base with you this weekend, guys. Thanks for uh, listening. We will talk to you next week, week 11 already. Take care. Cool. You've been listening to the College Football Connection podcast with Marty Jenkins and Alvin Reed on 101 ESPN. Sports talk for St. Louis. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.